0: Vet 24-7 is proud to present, said by Dr. Ed. Vet 24-7, visit your local vet, whenever, wherever.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Ed of Vet 24-7.
0: I'm here to introduce you to some of America's greatest veterinarians. We'll ask these veterinarians to provide expertise on topics that matter to you and your pets. We'll explore helpful hints and amazing stories. We hope that you enjoy their insights and stories and that they help ensure that your pets stay healthy and happy. One of the most common problems affecting pet owners is itching and scratching pets. Itching and scratching pets can make a pet miserable and the owner miserable, and the effects can be severe. The cause may not be obvious. In previous podcasts, we've talked about please fix mites, and mange. Today, we're going to discuss allergies. Today, we're joined by two distinguished veterinarians, Dr. Jeet Boparai of Tracy, California, and Dr. Elise Kent of Elite Cat Care in Marina del Rey, California. How are you doing today, doctors? Good.
2: Doing good. Thank you.
0: Very good. Thank you for joining us. Dr. Kent, would you please introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you.
1: Sure. I am a feline specialist, board certified in feline practice since 1995. I've owned two practices that I started and was medical director of. And I currently operate a house call and concierge medicine practice in Marina Del Rey. And I also work out of several clinics in the Southern California area.
0: Thank you, Dr. Kent. Dr. Boparai, please introduce
1: yourself. Sure. I
2: am a 2001 graduate from uh, Ross University. Did my undergraduate at UC Davis in animal science. I've been practicing in small animal exclusive practices my entire career, mainly focused dogs dogs and cats. I've also had some experience doing some emergency work uh, during some relief work that I've done, and I've also had some experience teaching veterinary technology students as well.
0: Thank you, Dr. Boparai. Is Are allergies increasing amongst the pet population? Is that what you're seeing then?
1: I would say I see more food allergy than I ever have before. And we have diets that are more palatable. As you know, cats are really picky. So when we think we have a food allergy, we, can send, we send a starter kit of about 10 different foods, <laughs> different cans, different drives, because it, it doesn't help for me to tell them what to feed because if cats don't want to eat it, they won't eat it. So I think now just with the advent of of identifying food allergy and having food that the cats will eat and stay on for years, we're actually seeing more and more of it, maybe just more accurately diagnosing it by response to feeding the appropriate food. We can go back and say, gee, that facial hair loss and scabs sure looked like food allergy. And yes, it was, because we now have food that the cats will eat. And, and the, the situation with food allergy in cats is that cortisone drugs that we use, for instance, for flea allergy or inhaled allergy or contact, something they're touching, they're allergic to, cortisone will work real well. With food allergy, we use cortisone. It does almost nothing. So in the past, I think we had frustration because we didn't have foods that we could treat the food allergy with and then deduce that, in fact, that was the cause of the facial itchiness in the cat.
2: And I this think the... The prevalence of the allergy diagnosis, I think, a lot of it is just as medicines progress. We're noticing more. I think another factor that comes into play. I think people are probably switching diets a lot more often than they were in the past, uh, mm-hmm. because there's always a new diet here or there that has a lot of a lot of marketing behind it. So a lot of times, people switch things up, and then all of a sudden, they notice a problem. Mm-hmm.
0: The doctors, when
2: when when your
0: clients suspect pet allergies. or or they're presented with an itchy, scratchy cat or dog or or, or other pets, how do you recommend that they approach this? What what do you recommend to them generally, Dr. Kent?
1: Well, just like um, the other doctor said, we always try sleep control first. We generally use sleep control with whatever else we're doing. And then sort of a standard workup for an itchy cat would be skin scraping to look for mice. We also sometimes will see... Fungal disease, what typically is, is referred to as ringworm, which is not a worm, it's fungus, that can cause itchiness, especially in young cats. And, um, and so we'll do either a fungal culture or we'll brush out some hairs and actually grow the fungus or we'll shine a black light on it and about one in three fungal types will show a fluorescence yeah. under the light. So that's part of the standard workup. So it would be flea control, Skin scrapings and a fungal culture would kind of be the baseline for an itchy cat for me. Thank you, Dr. Kent. Dr. Boparai, how would you approach it? What do you recommend?
2: Sure, the the approaches are quite similar. Part of the approach, which um, I'm sure is uh, done in, in most most places that are being very thorough, and I'm sure Dr. Kent's doing this, is also getting a very good thorough history from the from the clients. Oftentimes, there's very very subtle little clues that can pop up, such as the You know, the client who says, we don't feed anything but the diet that you prescribed to us and this can of tuna once in a while. So these little, you know, parts of these small little variances in history can often help you determine what factors may be contributing and also what challenges you may have in trying to control these factors. For example, a cat who is on flea control religiously but the other three cats in the house who come in and out of the house are not. Well, they can act as sources for, for infestation.
1: Or any house that has dogs, they'll be bringing fleas in, right? Even if the cats are strictly indoor, obviously dogs have to go outside to go to the bathroom. So the dog sure. will be maybe more carriers and maybe only one pet in the household is allergic to fleas. So the focus becomes using impeccable flea control on that animal, but neglecting the flea control on the vectors in other words, the ones that are consistently supplying new fleas to the household, so that you have to treat all the pets for fleas at the same time. Even if one in six in the house is allergic, everybody has to have their flea control on consistently. And with if I'm pretty sure that flea allergy, I'll, I'll even step up the frequency of flea control every three weeks instead of every four in the summer months. It's safe especially the topicals are safe to apply more frequently than every four weeks. And so sometimes it's necessary to control the big influx of fleas in the summer months. The other thing I neglected to say, part of the diagnostics, and we do it on every single cat we see all year round, is to comb them with a fine-tooth comb as part of their preliminary exam. And you'll either pick up a live flea here and there, and I think that the story is that for every live flea on an animal, there are 100 in the environment they live in, so even finding one flea in an exam room or on a house call, we know got a problem. So we comb every single cat or we get flea dirt, which is a, the little black specks, which are really the excrement from the fleas. Even if we pick that up in abundance on a cat, we know right away that fleas are a part of the problem.
0: Thank you, Dr. Kent. Today we've been talking about a common problem affecting pet owners and their pets, itching and scratching caused by allergies. We were fortunate to have Dr. Jeet of Tracy, California, and Dr. Elise Kent of Elite Cat Care, Marina Del Rey, California. Our doctors relayed to us regarding allergies, the prevalence of flea allergies, a variety of food allergies, and other skin tests. They described the importance of appropriate flea control, appropriate skin scraping or skin testing, even potentially allergy testing for various foods or other airborne aller- allergens that may affect your pets. Doctors, we thank you very much for joining us and sharing your expertise today. Thank you very much. Thank you.